hello and welcome to this episode of the Headstuff Podcast. This is the Anya Cahill episode. Um, I won't keep you too long here. Um, I'll just say to you that uh, we're, we've got a campaign going on patreon.com uh, forward slash headstuff. Um, if you could, if you had a, f- a spare few quid per month that you could throw at us, one dollar a month even or, or more if you can handle it. Um, it. It really, really helps us to to keep the ship afloat and, uh, and to have us uh, pointing in the right direction, which is upwards. Um, also, before we get into this, I'll just say that if you're if you're into music and uh, you were into music in the late '90s and early '90s, and uh, and and now uh, that on on Garod Farrelly's podcast, Fascinated, which is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, he talks to Adele Lynch from Bewitched. Say la vie, and it's a brilliant episode uh, all about how Bewitched formed and how they fell apart, and uh, and the career and her life, and and just and what she wanted to do uh, if Bewitched didn't happen, um, which is fascinating. Um, so go go and listen to that podcast as well and subscribe to it. Um, so. This is uh, Anya Cahill. Um, you you may have seen some of her her songs and videos around the place, um, things like White Piano and Black Dahlia. Uh, she's been on like TV and, and many websites and playing in festivals and all sorts. And she was an absolute pleasure to talk to. She was funny and warm and and just lovely. So uh, this is the Anya Cahill episode of the Headstuff Podcast. I'm here with Anya Cahill. Am I saying that right? On yeah, your on your <laughs> Funny enough, um, the last time I was in London, uh, three ladies came over to see me from uh, Denmark, Norway. And like I was blown away that they even came, but they came over. They were looking at me, and I knew they were looking at me, and I was like, okay. So they came over, and they were like, are you Anne Kyle? And uh, they pronounced it completely oh, wrong. Right. And I was just like, yeah, Where are I'm Anne Kyle. Uh, Norway. I, I, oh, that's interesting now. You didn't correct them. You just said you're Anne Yeah, Kyle. I just didn't want to... Uh, right. I suppose like uh, w- once the show came on and I say I'm on your cow. You know you're going to blow up now in Norway as Ain Kale. Yeah, and it's well, just it's no good. What can I do now? That's it. You'll have I'm to Anne you'll Kyle. have to hunt them down and tell them. My stage name is going to be Ain Kale. <laughs> <laughs> is Anya Kyle not a stage name? No. No, not, not a, a great name. a great Irish stage name from some sort of myth or something. Should be. <laughs> it could. It will be. No. <laughs> uh, no, I think I I'm I'm thinking of stage names now. Are you really? Yeah, because I feel like obviously the pronunciation is hard for anyone outside other countries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's not Herman Cerrone too much. I know. That's what my cousin was saying. He was saying that it's like a topic that is brought up in like interviews and stuff a lot about how to pronounce her name. Yeah, I don't know. I thought they pronounced Cahill pretty easily, but Cahill. Cahill. Cahill's kind of an Irish sound, isn't it? That Al. Yeah. Do you think? I think so. They do say Cahill. Yeah, Americans do. Yeah, Cahill. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I'm thinking of now, and I don't, I don't know what. Right. It's hard. It's so hard to think. So, of. so you've got you've got like a solo kind of thing going on, and you've also got a band going on. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, I suppose the stage name would have to be for both, wouldn't it? But then you're you're kind of getting a bit of a name under Anya Cahill, aren't you? Yeah. Th- see, that's the thing. I've done work to get out there as my own name. Yeah. So, would do having a stage name like change everything? No one would know me again. But see, the band is kind of like we do all my music, so right? They're just kind of like uh, backing up me, right? Okay. So, so who write? Do you write the songs? I write the songs. Yeah. Okay. So, if you don't mind me asking, what's the point in having two separate things? Like, what's the point in having the band and and the solo? Um. The band is Spam Turner. Yeah, yeah. Right. But th- we're kind of gravitating towards it's just on your call now. Oh, okay. And Spam Turner is. The is name it? is gone, if you get me. Oh, it's gone, okay. Yeah, so we're trying to get away from that again. It's not like Anya Cahill and the Spam Turners. No. <laughs> See, it, um, we were all brought together. So I was doing my own thing and I entered a competition for Electric Picnic okay. last year and I got it. What was the competition? Uh, it was two FMs. Okay, to, to perform at Electric Picnic? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I got through to that. So I played at Electric Picnic, but before I did, I was thinking... Like, me on my own isn't exactly... It wouldn't grab people at a festival, like me with a piano. Right. So I thought, like, to bring the songs alive and do them proper justice, like, we'd need a band. Right. So that's where the band came from. Okay, okay. Yeah. And do you prefer performing one way or the other, or...? I don't know. See, I love having the band because it leaves me free to be crazy or, like, 
ha- like have a real presence on stage. Yeah, I've noticed that. I've, I've been looking at some of your videos, and you do. You've got that kind of character on stage. Okay, uh, which you. is good. It's you know you're you're kind of like bouncing around. You're like a, a, a young Freddie Mercury or something. Oh, that is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's life done, <laughs> sorted. Um, but when I'm on my own, I have more control over the speed and like putting emotions into the song. Okay. So I think it's a win-win and lose-lose kind of situation both ways because. You have me with just piano, and I find sometimes people are like, right, it's just her and piano. And then with me in the band, it's like, right, the songs are really buzzing, like, but you can't actually hear what the songs are about. Right. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm primarily, like, about lyrics and... Right. So yeah. I suppose for festivals you want the band, and then for the intimate gigs you, you want them to... Fuck off! It's not, I wouldn't say fuck <laughs> off. Well, it's kind of like that, and it's kind of not. Like I love playing with the band, and I love everything that we do. Right. But sometimes I don't sound the best once the big sound is behind me. You can't hear me. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Too fast. Okay. And the songs get lost, so it's good in one way, it's bad in the other. I see. Kind of thing. So you're talking about the the lyrics and and, yeah. and, and trying to get the emotions across. So you write the songs. Um, I. I First of all, I suppose first of all, I should say, I wasn't all too aware of you before. Mm. Uh, who's the guy on Twitter? Ben Ben Daniels. Ben or Broadway Voices, I think his Broadway name was vo- at, at the Broadway time. Voices. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he he put us together, and I thought, I, and I and I looked you up, and I and I liked your songs, mm. and I thought it'd be great. Let's let's, you know, I, I wasn't a fan before, but I'm becoming a fan, and and Aww. and let's try and and find some more fans out of our our followers here. Brilliant. Um, Thank you. So I don't I don't know a huge amount about you, but I want to find out. Okay. Um, and I've been looking at your videos and your and your, your music, and um, and the one that st- struck me the most was "White Piano." Uh, it's a very powerful song. It's sad. It's very sad. It yeah. seems to be everyone's favorite. It's a great song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're not so. Uh, you're I not just, sold. Like I wrote. I wrote it um, ages ago. It would be three, four, four years ago. Oh, three okay. years ago now. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I've just been listening to it. Mom, that's Mom's favorite song. Yeah, it's a it's a great song. Um, it's it's a pop song. It's okay. A good pop song. <laughs> so what? What you wrote it? Yeah. Tell me what it's about. So that is, would be the second song I ever wrote. Right. And at the time, I Jeez, loved. That's impressive. Well, thank you. <laughs> at the time, I loved uh, Marilyn Monroe, and okay. the whole story, like it's. Not about her, but it's, I used her story to tell my own. Oh, okay. So the white piano is true. She had white piano of her mother's. Oh, she okay. never knew her mother kind of thing. Right. But for me, it's not about I lost my mom because my mom's still alive and I have my mom. And That's I, what I thought. And yeah. I thought we were going to start crying here. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm grateful to have my mom. Yeah. But the song is more about how you lose people right. and trying to deal with it when you're young. Yeah. That's kind of what it's about. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, like, it, even if... I suppose the listener doesn't necessarily know what's going on if it's about your mother or not. It it, it still gets you like it's still kind of sad. It's still like you know what, what is it the only thing you left me or yeah. It's brilliant, um, and that getting the emotions across. I can see why just you and a piano on stage would be very powerful. Uh, helped by your voice, of course. Yeah, it's a great voice. When did you find when did you find that? Funny enough, now I wouldn't have started singing until I was I'd say singing now I was seventeen. Right. And before that, I was all into sports. I was really sporty. Like, really? Yeah, I played county football. I played okay. camogie in Crow Park. Did you? Uh, yeah, I played County rounders. football for Cavan? Yeah, yeah. So it's not really county football, is no. it? No. <laughs> <laughs> for Cavan ladies. <laughs> Actually, Cavan ladies team is very good. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't pretend to know enough about it, but, um, uh, you know, Cavan, like. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got Am close enough, was it last year? Really? Where did we get to? Semi-final or something? Okay. That's it was it went well last year or the year before. Right. But the girls team have won a couple of titles now. They're on the ball. Right, they're on the ball. Yeah. Um and so was it a, was it a direct swap sport for music or it basically seemed like it was well I was going through a rough time anyway. And I find when you go through a rough time everything changes mm. with your within yourself. So I did like I stopped playing all sports and I just started really listening to music and it's pop music. I'm Inspired by mostly pop music. Yeah, I saw you in an interview saying Lady Gaga. Yeah, she's the queen. Right. She really is. She's she's your uh, queen of pop. Uh, my one, yeah. Right. Um, not uh, not not Beyonce queen queen. What is it? Queen B. Queen B. No. No. 
Lemonade? No, not that. I didn't. I didn't watch it. Did you? Oh, watch! I didn't even know it was a video. I thought it was a song. <laughs> but I true. I true. Listened to the album, and you know, it's not bad. Yeah. There's some fun stuff. I do like on. Beyonce. Like, hello, it's Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But for me, Lady Gaga is like the ultimate. Okay. So is I. She's still a musician. Yeah. She's. I thought, she's, I she, thought she had retired or something and become a spokesperson for the UN or I don't know. Yeah. She. She. Sorry. She. Uh, had her last album out in like 2013, and then she done a jazz album. Oh. So she's just kind of trying to find her proper sound. Okay. So I think she was changed by the record labels a bit when she started off. What's it's the jazz album like? With Tony Bennett. Whoa, really? Yeah, duets album. Is it good? Look it up, yeah. Stop. Yeah. This is That's why I love Lady Gaga, because she does pop music and she d- writes good pop songs. Yeah. But she can sing and she's classically trained pianist and everything. Yeah. Like, she's not... You know, I always thought of her as actually talented. I never liked her yeah. songs, but yeah. I thought she was. I could see that she was talented. Yeah. I didn't realize she did this jazz album with Tony Bennett. That's oh, you should look it up. It's called Cheek to Cheek. Cheek to Cheek. Yeah, it's really good. I shall look it up. But I remember I was, I think I was fifteen, and I was studying for my studying for my junior cert. <laughs> you were you, you were waiting for your junior cert. Yeah, was, to happen. Yeah. <laughs> to happen to it. you. <laughs> that's basically what I did in school. Anyway. <laughs> But I seen a performance of her doing one of her songs, just acoustically, her on piano. And right. then straight away, I was like, I want to play piano. Mm. So and then I got a piano for Christmas and taught myself. You got yourself a white piano? Yeah, and it's black. So. Yeah, it's white. Let's pretend. It's Let's white. Pretend. It is a white piano. <laughs> um, okay, so you were doing your junior cert, and then did you play the piano for your leaving cert? I Or did you do music in school? No, I never did. You did it, okay. I did, did it in first it. year, and then I... Don't know why I never kept it on because I was I was getting like A's in it. Okay. I don't know why. I think it was because all my friends weren't doing it. So you weren't all that interested in A's. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I just kind of swapped around. Right. It was out of nowhere, really. If you ask any of my family, it's just out of nowhere. The music thing. Yeah. Right. Um, but you took to it like a like a duck to an old bat. Seems to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's just all I, I all, it's all I see myself doing now. Like. Really. Yeah. And how long is it that you're doing it? Like, how long are you kind of out there? Out there with my own music. Yeah. Since I was just before I turned nineteen. Okay, that so doesn't tell me anything. Twenty thirteen. Right. Okay. D fourteen. Right. Okay. One of them years. So you're like you're young enough, like you've got time. Oh, well, I yeah. <laughs> I hope. Jesus, <laughs> this is what I'm thinking now. I'm like I'm twenty one in the summer, and I'm like, am I too old already? You're twenty one in the summer. Twenty two, oh coming this summer. Oh my god. <laughs> but you see, all these people that are like sixteen and they're like f- everywhere. I wouldn't worry about that. Oh, I'm just sitting at home. I'm like, girls, where am I? Like, the people that are 16 and they're everywhere, by the time they're your age, they're past it. You're yeah, be- you You're see, better off to take it slow. That's that's what I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah. I want to be taken seriously. I don't want to be like that. Well, I think you are being taken seriously. You've been on, what have you, you've been on RTE, you've been on Today FM, you've been mm. on the Sunday sessions on Joe, you've been you've been all over the place. Like, well, we're getting good stuff in you're, now, you're yeah. doing You're doing some festivals, maybe? Yeah, so... In June, I think we have four festivals in the first two weeks of June. Wow. So we have one called You Bloom. Right. We have Body and Soul. Are you allowed to say that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or like, yeah. Right. I think. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is one in England I'm not allowed to say. I won't say it, but it's a biggie. There's one in England you're not allowed to say it. Yeah. Interesting. It's mm, it's a big festival. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Ah, oh, you know what it is anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And there's something else. We're playing down in Leakslip Castle as well. Do you know okay. that? What's it on? I Leakslip. don't know what it's called. We're playing alongside Jerry Fish, I think. Oh, right, okay. Mm. Wow, he's cool. Yeah, I, I played with him uh, Did you? at Electric Picnic last year. Oh, wow. Like on, on the, um, what's it called, the, the Salty Dog? Slideshow. Oh, right. Yeah. He runs the Salty Dog. That's, does he? Doesn't he? Jerry Fish? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm mistaken there. That's what I thought. He runs his own tent, like. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was a solid dog, no? No, I don't think oh, so. What's the it? electric slide jump, Jerry. Oh, electric. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, mi- I mixed up there. So that's cool. So, how was that? Oh, it was crazy. Did we you perform, had... like, with him? No, no. Just no. Be- like, we, on that stage? Not at Electric Picnic, but then we played with him down in Cork okay. in the Opera House. And oh, that's a good venue. Yeah, yeah. it was unreal. Mm. And we got on stage with him for his last song. Wow. Um, what's he like? Mad. Really? Yeah. He's so cool. Like, he's so chill. Yeah. Then he gets on stage and he's mad. Yeah, yeah. He's a lovely man. He's good. Uh, who who else would you hold up as influences? Like, would you... For me? Yeah. Lana Del Rey. Yeah. Lyrically. The sound as well. Just... She's got one of the strongest sounds. Like, one of the 
you hear a song it's like oh that's Lana Del Rey yeah straight I away. agree yeah like when she came out like video games was completely different to everything that was on the radio at the time yeah and that's why it broke out for her that's a great song yeah that would be one of my faves from her I have to say it's a great song I haven't heard I haven't kept up too much since that yeah. I was very into that song but I haven't kept up as much I assume she's still doing good things she's yeah. playing Picnic this year isn't she yeah when I seen that because I I'm playing I'd like to Picnic too oh, yeah. as far as I know great and when I seen that I was like oh my god yeah because I have you'll have an artist pass will you be able to go backstage I don't know stop <laughs> but um, I have tickets to see her when she came to Cork a few years ago right. and I couldn't go oh, and sure. I have the tickets just staring at me at home I'm just raging and then another time she was playing I think Vicker Street right? and I wanted to get tickets and it was around Christmas time they were being released and I said right I'm getting these but my sister my older sister was like no I'll get them for Christmas for you and I was like delighted and she she forgot oh. so I couldn't go <laughs> and I was heartbroken I was like <gasps> will she be listening to this? who? Your sister? My, she probably will. Yeah. I'll link it on her page. Well, She's you like, can leave a very heartfelt message if you want. Yeah. Tell her Tell her what you really think. Dear Sinead, <laughs> you ruined my life. <laughs> and you probably got her something great, did you? You got her like a zebra or something. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get her a zebra? Unicorn. You got her a unicorn? Yeah. <laughs> Is it just a zebra with, like, with a stick on its yeah. head? Yeah. <laughs> um, what about, like, what's your... You grew up in Cavan. Yeah. What, other than being on playing Gaelic football mm. what else w- would you get up to what was growing up in Cavan like let me see it, like my childhood literally I was not in Cavan town I would have been in Ballyhays is who I played football with right. so I would have spent like three four days a week down there and then all the rest was school but I'm trying to think because when I came into being a teenager I got into doing art Right. I, could, I got into doing drama Right. and then like music so I kind of there's always going to be something creative yeah right. I started looking into like culture so I used to go to do Faroga I did Faroga for ages I was what's Faroga it's like a youth group okay it's all over Ireland okay yeah I should know about it yeah okay <laughs> so yeah yeah Faroga yeah 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 Yeah. so I I did that and that was like everyone everyone used to do it was like the thing to do like do you know and we'd put on little shows or there was like a um, a X Factor for all the Frogas in Calvin. And we used to choreograph dances or used to, like, do tunes or whatever. Right. And I'd done a few plays as well. Like, that would have been what I was doing when I was younger. And were you interested... Are you still interested in acting? Did you... I do. I I think I'm a very dramatic person anyway. Yeah. I would. I'd love to act. Right. Yeah. Um... I wouldn't have a clue what I was doing, but sure. (laughs) (laughs) Throw yourself in. I don't think anyone knows. Uh, ah, I'm sure some people do. Yeah, I'm sure uh, they do. <laughs> I'm sure some people would be very disappointed to hear you saying that. Uh, <laughs> I know, yeah. but uh, you know. Sorry. Uh, no, not at all. Like people uh, go to college to study acting. They do. So obviously they know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, what if someone said to you they're doing a some sort of pantomime in Cavan and they want to uh, do in it? You have to sing a bit, but you also have to act a bit. I would do that. Would you? Be yeah. For that? Yeah. 100%. Would you? Would you? Are you the kind of person that would just kind of throw yourself into anything? I think I am just depending like I'm afraid of heights so nothing to do with heights. So you won't act and bungee jump at the same time? No. Right. Game over. Okay. Yeah. But I think I'd love to try everything that's out there t- to do. It's like in like the arts right. kindness side of it. Yeah. I would. Yeah, I would. Okay. That's interesting. And do you continue do you do any art now? You did art in your leaving search you said. Yeah, yeah I do. Do you, do you still do any drawing draw. or painting? You do draw. Yeah. I I actually have been writing songs after I've like I've been doodling. Right. And if say I draw a picture, the most recent one now I wrote last week, and I was just drawn and I just came up. It was like puppets, so I wrote a song called Puppet. Okay. So I do draw. I think everything's linked together. Mm. Like even when I first started off um, writing songs, I would have little pictures to go with the songs. So I've always had it. I love drawing. Right. Um, would you then do your own album covers and stuff like that or is it better to outsource that stuff or EP covers and singles and all that I did I had a picture I drew for Black Dahlia I put up on SoundCloud for a while as the single cover but I have Sam Geraghty he's the guitar player in the band 
but he also is an aspiring graphic designer. Okay. So he's designing the posters, he's doing the covers. Him and his father did the website as well. Okay. So we have him now. Cool. And he is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Black Dahlia that's another one that's a, another song I saw I think you did that on the Ray Darcy show did you? I did it on Ray Darcy and I did it with Ian Dempsey as well okay that's another great song um, I love that one yeah I, that's great as well so you're more in you, you right well first of all I suppose explain that song to me so there's, you, there's a film called Black Dahlia isn't there but I'm not sure that's connected is it? it's the same kind of story right but i never seen that film okay I, do you know American Horror Story? I know of it, I haven't seen it. Yeah, so in the first season, they mentioned Black Dahlia and I looked it up. Right. Then I wrote the song. Okay. What? I don't even know the story of what Black okay. Dahlia is. This is kind of gruesome kind of stuff, but... That's all right. The she, audience can handle it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> handle it, lads. <laughs> she was, I think she was 22, growing up in Hollywood, and her body was found in like a flower bed on some boulevard by a woman and a child. And she was cut in half. Oh she God. had a Glasgow smile, or they call it Dahlia sometimes. Like her whole mouth was cut from oh from ear to ear. Right. Like that. And no one, like it's still unsolved. Like no one knows what happened. Wow. But I took the story of that and said, I told my own story through it. Right. So it's like. This experience you have of this happening to you? Yeah, kind of like she was trying her best to get out there. She oh. wanted to be famous. Well, I don't want to be famous, but I want to be recognised for my music but yeah. she wanted to be famous and she trusted the wrong people and yeah. they turned on her and obviously she ended up dead I suppose you need a you need a certain level of fame for to kind of make a living in, in this not, oh, yeah. in, not to be you know Lady Gaga or something but you know to be able to put out albums and have people buy them and, yeah. and to do gigs and that but kind of thing I've said this all along like I don't care if I ever was on the telly like I don't care if I ever made a million euro like mm. I just want to do music yeah. And I would I would just be in the background, I'd be a songwriter. Like when I first left school, I did production for like a few months and then I dropped out. But like I just wanted to do music. I didn't want to it's not my goal to be Lady Gaga, like to be that big. I think that position has been filled. Yeah, do you know uh, what I mean? It's my goal to just do music and make a living out of my passion for my life, like Right. Um yeah. so do you map it out or do you just take each day as it is? Do I'm you just going with the flow. Just going with the flow. Yeah. Uh, like like, how does the songwriting, like, I suppose, m- not materialise, but how does it, like, are, are you trying to write for an album or are you trying to write for an EP or are you just doing it like a song every now and again and they come out? And, or, or like, what's the, what's the, like, what's the goal of songwriting? Are you, you're not going into a studio and writing like 12 songs. No, no, no. Right. So, so what way does it work? So I, I always start from titles or words that like catch my eye right. and I'm starting recently now to write everything down okay um, but I've never written songs thinking right all oh, this is going to be on one album right I don't think many of my songs are linked together really um, there is a lot of mention of Hollywood there's a lot of mention of that so my, that was my real early songs that I've written like I have a song called Hollywood is that just because you have an interest in films yeah I do have a big interest in films I, I love like Hollywood in general right I'd love to go there but um, I've never written songs maybe, and maybe thought... Maybe don't go there. No? You might be disappointed. Have you been? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I mean, I'm sure it's great if you're rich. Oh, okay. So, so wait till you're rich and then go. Okay, I will. Um, but yeah, the Hollywood, like, not not so great. No. Heartbroken. I love New York New York's as good. well. New York's no, better I've than I've been to yeah. New York and I would live there 110%. Yeah. Since I was 12, I was like, this is where I'm going to live. So. Right. That's another goal. Okay. Talk it up. Cool. Well, they've they've got some venues there. Yeah. You could go over and sing some songs. I think oh, you probably do well over there. Have you ever sung over there? No, I went over when I was nineteen. Yeah. Just on holiday. You've got the you know you've got the big pipes. You've got the we'll the, the Irishness. They love yeah. all that. They love Ireland over there. Oh, they love sure it. Sure, all of them are Irish. Oh, sure, they're all Irish. Yeah. Yeah. You should go over and just be like the most Irish you could possibly be. There, that's, oh my God. <laughs> Me and my cousin were talking about this. My cousin's name's Enda. I'll probably mention him a few times in this. Right. Uh, he's going over for the summer. Right. And we were talking and he was like, right, I'm just going to be as Irish as possible. Yeah, yeah. You should get loads of tips and everything. Right. Enda, Lucky Charms Murphy, is it? Yeah, we'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we were saying that we'd, we'd go over, I'd dye my hair redder. <laughs> I would wear green every day yeah. and 
just act like Ireland was all fields and farms and we oh, don't yeah. know what electricity is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, top of the morning to you <laughs> and all this. They'd love that. Yeah. There's people that 100% believe that that's what Ireland is like. There, Yeah, there are. Uh, hopefully that's changing. I think it will, yeah. Um, I mean, we're... It's, it's strangely we we're more advanced than than them on certain things. Yeah. I mean, I think our internet speeds are are actually quicker. They, 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 a lot of Americans aren't aware that Ireland has the internet. Um, yeah. But, but we've got we've got pretty good internet sometimes. Uh, the uh, internet out where I'm living is woeful. Well, well I suppose Cavan's a long term. So I suppose when some when these Americans that were these specific ones were talking about, they're probably talking about Cavan. Yeah. Really, you know, it's not talking about all of Ireland, like. Yeah. You know. Cavan, yeah. <laughs> I'm giving Cavan a very bad time, a very hard time. Um, We're not that bad, lads. No, it's a nice spot. Yeah. It's not too bad. It's home, like. It's home. Mm. Uh, can you see yourself staying there forever? No. Or? <laughs> that was quick. No. I don't want, like, there's so many people that see, I don't know, There's. I suppose everyone has different goals. Yeah. And, like, some people's goals, like, I know my sister said like I'll be happy when I have a house I have a husband and I have children right but that's not what I I don't want to just settle down and that's my life like yeah. I want something bigger right okay but I'll always like having will always be my home but I don't see myself living there for the rest of my life right Um, pretty good output isn't aren't the stripes from there as well it, they are it's not bad for music yeah last few years and Young the, musicians do you know the whereabouts in? I've heard of the whereabouts. They're from Kingscourt, so they're from Cavan too. Oh, okay. And we have Lisa O'Neill. Oh yeah, she's great. Mm-hmm. Right. She her album just dropped. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. she's great. Have you ever worked with her? No, I've never actually met her either. Oh right. But I've worked with the lads. Like I played with the lads. They did a show in the town hall. Who are the lads now? The Stripes. Okay. I just naturally called them the lads. <laughs> yeah. Everyone in Cavan's like the lads. The lads. Okay. But uh, I I played. They played at the last gig I put on in town, and. I've been doing demos with Evan in his studio. He has his own little home studio, so I've been doing demos with him. Right, okay. Um, they're doing pretty well. They are. Have they been to America? Of course, yeah. yeah. Have they, they're doing well over there as well? Uh, I'm not sure. They probably are. Like, hello, it's the Stripes. Yeah. Um, They went over, they did like a two-week tour over there. Right. Um, They're going on to their third album now. So. Okay. Mm. They're give or take the same age as you, are they? That's, you kind of come up together. I'm older than them. Right. I think uh, everybody's older than them, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Josh is Josh would be the closest one to my age, and he I think he's twenty one this year. Okay, but it won't be until the end of this year. No, Pete is older than him. Right. Yeah. Right. Fair play to Pete. Yeah. Well done, Pete. <laughs> yeah. But they're all like from twenty one to eighteen is the age. Oh really? They okay. still have an eighteen year old in there. Yeah, the They've singer. They've been teenagers around. for years. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Anyway, fair play to them. Great bunch of lads. Um, they're sound, yeah. Uh, so what's your your story? You've there's the Paper Crown EP. Yeah. Um, when did that come out? Oh, I released that now. It could have been 2014, November. Right. Yeah. And do you have another one? Do you have anything else? I was going to. See, that's the thing. Black Dahlia was meant to be a part of an EP, but I just let that be a single on its own. Okay. And then I thought, right, I'll do an EP now. And I released 27 Club, but I'm just going to let that be on its own. Yeah. So, like, I'm writing all the time. I'm just going to let my songs build up. Yeah. It's good to be aware of the 27 Club. Yeah. If you start getting wildly successful, you know, in your mid-twenties, um, just to try and get past that. Yeah. Just like, if, if, you, if, you, if you must get mad into drugs or something. Oh, no, I don't think I will. Yeah, but you, you, you might change your mind when you're, you know, wildly yeah, successful, yeah. you know. Yeah. Just wait till you're 28. Mm. And then you'll be fine. Then you'll be, you know, then Keith I'm Richards. In the clear. Yeah. It's fine. Th- that's the only way to do it. The thing is, there's so much waiting around in this industry and this business. It's like, uh, say if you're going on the telly or you do a gig, it's all waiting. Right. Like, be there, be there at two o'clock and then yeah. you're not on until six. You don't have anything to do until six or right. like something like that. It's just all waiting around. So you just have to go and do a lot of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's what um, Paul, he's the drummer and he's the manager. Yeah. And he was saying, like, that's how people get caught, like. Right. Because there's nothing for them to do, and they're then just someone just is like, "Oh, here, yeah. try this," or right. alcoholism, or something. Or they're trying to recreate the kind of adrenaline they have when they're on stage yeah. when they're not you on see, stage. That is so true. Yeah, like once do you get you that adrenaline, oh, kick? yeah, yeah. They're, like towards the end, we're like we build our show up, so it's, it starts off kind of well, it starts off boom, and then we go, okay, no, 
slow mm. it down and then we gradually built it up and towards the end we are going mad right and then when you get off stage everything seems so ugh. <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. So, like I don't like going out after the gigs because everything's just it's not on the same level as the adrenaline that you had when you were doing it right so it just seems kind of even with alcohol I find when I if I drink like Je- Jemison's my drink and if I drink that I just like fall asleep really yeah so you can't drink before you go on stage no I don't I don't usually right I might have one every so often well, but that's probably I a good way usually. to do it I do because some people become dependent on it they, they yeah. need the drink to go on stage and that's no good no I wouldn't be like that now yeah I try not to. That's yeah. that's one thing that I don't want to do. Yeah. But like a few weeks ago, we were up in Uri and we were just waiting around for ages. So I had a few drinks and I was asleep. You had a grand nap after that. Yeah. <laughs> I I can't stay awake anymore. Like the last time we were over in London, we uh, we had free, some free days, and we just went out for a few nights. And I fell asleep in every pub we were in. All right. With the drink in my hand like this. I suppose you're 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 getting a bit old for it now. I'm too old, jeez, I'm yeah. too old. <laughs> you can't handle it anymore. <laughs> can't handle the set at all. <laughs> so Paul Cox is your drummer and um manager. Yeah. Um how did you meet him? How did that I know Paul from I was around eighteen, so it's what is that, four years? Yeah, three years. And Jesus, I feel like it's ages ago. I feel like I know him my whole life. But um he used to run a te- uh, online television program. Right. Uh, what was it called? Totally PC. Right. Or the Green Room. And that's how I met him. I was on it when I used to do covers with my neighbour. Okay. He asked us to come on. It's a music one. like. Right. And then I went on, sorry, with my own music after a month after I was on it. First. Right. And that's just gradually how I, like, we stayed in contact. Okay. And then whose idea was it to put the band together with him in it? Um, was it you or was it him or was it a joint effort well Paul is like one of the best drummers you'll ever see really like he really like he doesn't even have to practice really like he hears a song and he just boom boom he knows it straight away he's a bit older isn't he he's got experience oh yeah Yeah. he has he's been playing his whole life right for like 40 years or something ridiculous like that right so um, who else could you get honestly do you know what I mean I suppose (laughs) like if you want the best get the best best. if you want the best get, get yourself a Paul Cox yeah so tell me about uh, social media. Is, is, is social media important to you? It really is, yeah. Uh, you're you're fairly big. You're on, on Twitter and Facebook and mm. Snapchat. And I'm on Snapchat. I'm on SoundCloud. Right. YouTube. I haven't used YouTube in ages. Right. I need to start using it. I looked at your... You've got a fair few followers on twi- Twitter. Um, you're pretty active on that. And, and your Facebook page, I, I just saw, I just looked at it and you've got... You've got videos where you're playing games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a girl, I don't know. My sister. My little sister. Your little sister. Um, it's all her idea. Is it? Yeah. yeah. But they get a lot of views and a lot of likes. They do get a good few. I think it's just because she's so cute. Right, yeah. But um, she loves YouTube. Right. You see these people that put up videos on YouTube all the time. Like yeah. they're paid YouTube. YouTubers. YouTubers. Yeah. She wants to be one of them. Oh my god! Is yeah. that something that people now? Uh, that, this is it. Aspire to. Yeah. This wow. is it. The world has changed. Has really changed from so when I was younger. She's a YouTuber. That's interesting. Yeah, that's it. I uh, feel like she could be president though. Like she's so. Oh really? Switched on. She's only six, and she is. You saw oh. she was like fifteen. She's more cop on than my brother, who's nineteen. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's nearly all of the way, though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Eighteen-year-old, nineteen-year-old lads. Um, but but social media is important. How, how, like, how, do you use it for kind of reaching new listeners and? Um, I have, it's so, it's hard to get it right, really. Yeah. Like, with Twitter, I've only started using it properly since, I would say, Christmas time. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, like, before I was rarely using it. Yeah. Like, But now I'm trying to use it as much as I can. and yeah. Try and interact with everyone as much as I can. Same with Facebook. We do tour diaries. Okay. So that would be a big thing for my Facebook page, is right. whenever we go anywhere... It's all behind the scenes and us having the crack traveling. Yeah, that's good. So yeah. that's that's one of the good things that we do. And other things, I don't know what else to do. Like, the people say do covers, but like that's kind of not me. Do, do covers? Yeah, put up post up covers of other people's songs. Oh, okay. But like, I see that as not being me at all because I'm about songwriting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what else you can do, but uh, it is it is a really really big factor in music it's yeah. a really good powerful oh, it's, yeah massive yeah massively yeah. I mean 
I suppose just be, because that person tweeted at us that we're doing this interview. You yeah, know? exactly. Um, so you gained a new fan here and, and hopefully new ones. Um, and that's one tweet. I mean, yeah. what is it, 140 letters, you know? Exactly. Um, it's it's pretty impressive. You, you, you obviously see a lot of um, the bigger artists at these enormous followers. Oh, it's craziness. Yeah. And even people, sorry, but even people <laughs> get famous from just being on social media. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's how it's gone. It's like social media is the main thing now. Yeah. If yeah. you have a big social media following, that's you sorted. Yeah. But it's good that you're like, you're singing, writing songs, putting stuff out there kind of before you got big on social media. You're not, you know, I suppose just Appearing a start. from like a label. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, that's pretty cool. What was the other one? Oh yeah, Snapchat. Snapchat's kind of, I think for younger people or something. I'm yeah, not really it, sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I don't really know how it works if you're, you know, a, a, a musician or an artist or something. How does how do people get involved? Ex- yeah, I don't know. Look, at, I have my Snapchat. It's not private, so whatever stories I put up, if you add me, you can see everything. Okay, that's it. So how do people find you on that? I I post up I post up my username every so often. So okay, okay. It's Anya underscore Cahill. Right. Okay. If anyone wants it. In in Kale. In Kale, yeah. Kale. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but. I don't even I don't even think about oh people are watching me for this and that I just put up whatever. Oh, I think you're probably better off doing it that way. Just uh, doing it, your be yourself. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Oh, you, I'm playing here. Got, come. Yeah. yeah, I just think even using the filters and things like why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like people don't, and people I've seen people just talking about their own music and things like that. It's like uh. people want to see who you are as a person, your personality. Do you follow anyone else on, on social media that you think the way they do it is, is great? I, like on I know Snapchat. some... Or on any social media. I, I know that like some of the huge people, they don't run their own account. You can oh, see yeah. it's the label or something. Even some of the not huge people yeah. we found out recently don't run their account. Yeah. It's craziness. So um, have you heard of Picture This? Yeah, Picture This, like Dublin? Yeah, they're from a tie. Oh, oh! I have. Yeah, I have. they're really, really new. Um, but they're huge. Yeah, I got an email about something. They have a new song recently or something. Take they? my hand. Yes. Yeah. That's it. So, so you like the way they do it, is it? They've done every, like everything so so well. That's done. it. They, they were their first show. Is I, I support them. I support them. Did you in their first gig? Where was it? Academy. Yeah. So, all right. Out. Okay. So, so their first ever show was yeah. sold out. So they got big before they were big in a way. Yeah, you see that's social media. Yeah. They're, wow. I think their first three, they put up just three music videos. Right. And they do little like cover videos in their car and stuff. Okay. And they all get huge amount of views. Okay. The Take My Hand was the first song they put up and they got like nearly 400,000. Wow. Yeah, so that was them sorted. Yeah. Like their videos went viral. Right. They have a proper fan base. Right. Starting from Facebook. Excited before the album even came out. Yeah. That's what happened for Arctic Monkeys as well. Is it? Yeah. yeah you'd be too young to remember. <laughs> but um, I remember it. Everyone was talking about Arctic Monkeys. Um, that song came out about Joe Good on the dance floor. Mm. And that was all that was out. But everybody was talking about it. They were massive. Yeah. And then the album dropped and it was huge. Huge, yeah. yeah. Um, but see, that's it. It's word of mouth. Yeah, that was. they were social media as well. Yeah. Word of mouth social media. And that was kind of at the start of you know, Twitter and stuff been really yeah. big. Uh, interesting, interesting. Um, so how did they, did they get in touch with you to support them or? I know their manager. Okay. Well, their manager knows me. Like, um, Brian Whitehouse is his name. Does he manage other bands as well or something? Or? Ryan Sheridan. Okay, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen the lads on Facebook and I, like, I think I liked a tweet right. that he put up about them playing in the academy and then he got on to me about supporting them. Great. Yeah. And how was it? Was it good? Yeah, the place was wedged. Right. And it was all, I would say, they were ranged from like 13 to 15 was the main age. 13 and to 15? Then, well, 13 to probably 17, maybe 18. Oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. <laughs> was it even? It was. It was all age show. They were very, it was very young right. teen crowd. Right. But you also had like, like my mum was there. Like yeah, yeah, people, yeah. My mum's age. She was there supervising, was she? Mm, no. <laughs> if, they, if they come, I need them to stay as far away as possible. Oh, because you, you, if you see them, it'll put you off with it. Mum has a pretty obvious face if something's going wrong. Or <laughs> She's got an obvious face. Do you know what I mean, though? <laughs> I love that. I, <laughs> I don't know what you mean, but I love it. I, I try and explain, like, say if um, <laughs> She's got if I miss a note or if I miss a word, I can see her face in the crowd over anyone else's. Okay. 
and it'll just I'm like oh my god everything's is going wrong is it disappointment it's not it's like what are you doing yeah. kind of thing. it's like <laughs> what, no, what yeah it's like Jesus yeah. so I always get her back and I always if she's at the gigs I will announce her during my piano and I'll make a show over okay and That's, she starts yeah. laughing, but she cries as well. So. <laughs> it's good that you announce it because I'd say there's a lot of people in the audience thinking, Jesus, her mother's dead. I know that. <laughs> yeah. That's why when she's there, I make sure to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Sam, the he he thought my mum was dead. Yeah, that I have to say that's what I thought as well. Well, uh, at least the song is getting across. Well, that's I think that's that. It's believable. Yeah, exactly, and that that definitely helps. You know, it, like not not because like. I think it's 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 impressive to be able to write something like that about Marilyn Monroe's mother. In a yeah, way. you know that that means you. It's I suppose it's kind of like an empathy. You're putting yourself in her shoes. You know? Yeah, but it all comes from my emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I try to put whatever I'm feeling at the time into the song. Yeah. yeah. So I was obviously sad. Yeah. When I wrote it. Yeah, but that's but being able to put. And I'm delighted that it comes sad. across. Yeah, you that's know? it. Being able to put it down on the page. Yeah. Or on, onto your your bars or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's great. Um, so on Twitter on your mm. way here, I told you that we were going to get you to release all your dirty little secrets. Okay. Do you have, what do you what do you got for us? You got any? You got any? Uh, secrets. Anything you've never told an interviewer before? That oh, you would like. You get asked standard questions all the time. Do you know what I mean? Were these standard questions? Yeah, like Do we were asking standard questions today. No, because yeah. this we have a lot more time. Like I, I want to know more about your mother's obvious face. Oh my god! <laughs> I kind of explain that. Yeah. What can I say? I don't know. Yeah, it's um, it's not easy. No, it's hard to think of things that no one knows. Yeah. Because I kind of bury them so no one can know. If you get me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe about myself. About who I am. Um, Have you ever done any? What's like the most embarrassing thing you've done in, in, since you've kind of started music? Make, yeah, I don't know. Um, did I fall somewhere? Oh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Did. No, 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 not that type of thing. I uh, was playing a gig. Now this is before uh, going with the band that I'm with now. Like I was playing at a Froga thing. And right. I have the keyboard set up. As soon as I touched it, the whole stand fell down <laughs> in front of the whole crowd. That's amazing. And my face went red. So was this was set up pro- not properly? Or? I did, the pin fell out <laughs> in the stand. And I was so embarrassed. And I didn't even bother picking it back up. But I remember shaking. My hands were shaking. And I was like, oh, my God. So I, like my neighbour at the time, we were playing together. He just played guitar and I just started singing. Like, so you just so played without the piano? Without the yeah. keyboard? <laughs> Like I just I couldn't. That's like something out of a film. It just like the whole thing just collapses. It, no, that's what it was like. <laughs> it was out of nowhere as well. Like everything was grand, and then I, as soon as I touched it, it was like. Psh! <laughs> I was so embarrassed. What else? Do I have any? Did you find your way through the song though? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's it. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> um, I suppose I could tell you about this time. Why I hate Guinness. Okay. Okay. All right, let's take them down. Yeah, let's have one of this. <laughs> this is, ooh. Like only, I would say my work people that I used to work with know this story. Um, So it was a work party. I used to work in a hotel. And my cousin was going away and, uh, and someone's birthday. So we're all in our usual spot. It's called Orchard and Cavan. And I was early. Me and a few of us were early. So I was like, right, proper set. So I had an agon of Jemison. With, this is all within this is this now what I'm telling you I drank was within a half an hour a nagging yeah right oh so well a nagging small but still like <laughs> a nagging of Jameson right I had two Jaeger bombs back to back and I got dared to down a pint of Guinness wait now this is before a gig no no it's not before a gig it's oh, a party oh right right right, right. Jeez, I wouldn't oh, do right. that oh, I was like oh my god the person who falls asleep <laughs> oh yeah so the two right so party yeah, the party. The two Jaegers, the Nagana Jemison, and I got dared to down the pint of Guinness. And I downed the pint of Guinness in five seconds. I suppose you have to take a dare, don't you? It's just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the dare was, down the pint of Guinness, I'll get you a Jemison if you do it. Oh my God. So I was like, yeah, sorted. Did you need it under Jemison? Was no, it like Was that a deal you need to make? I don't know. I just regret it now instantly from then on. But uh, took took the pint, got the Jemison, and downed that as well, like a gobshite. Right. And it all came back up into the pint glass. And I was brought home. I pictured that very vividly and I wish I didn't. Sorry. <laughs> was it perfectly in the pint glass without yeah. spilling any? Oh no, I'm was pretty sure Was it like sure a full pint? Was it like as it if someone full. had poured it? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. 
Sorry about it. Uh, That'd be an embarrassing story. That's, yeah, that's, um, it's not your finest moment, I would say. No, it's probably one of, like, I'd say that would be, like, the worst thing I've ever done. Like, the worst, most embarrassing thing in public I've ever done in my life. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, And what happened then? Did you put the pint glass down and just leave it Which there? I can't on? remember, really. I'm oh. going on by ear, like, people Black are telling me what I soon. Yeah, basically. Is that, like, your famous thing among your friends in Cavan? It's like, yeah. remember that time you there's, there's, it's happened twice to me now. Oh I was in Minute after one of our gigs in Whelan's and we were going out and me and Sam were sharing a litre or a shoulder of vodka <laughs> and there's a picture of me from someone's Snapchat with the pint glass held up in the air I look asleep and the glass <laughs> is up in the air and it's half full of sick oh. <laughs> so this is twice now I need to stop but it's becoming a recurrence and it just has to stop I can't do it anymore yeah, that is So it it lovely. went from pint glasses <laughs> sick to falling asleep everywhere now. Even in taxis, I'd fall asleep. Right. Yeah. So, so people probably just think you've got a problem. <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, well, sure look. You're sure only look. young ones. That's the way I look at it. That'll help you when you go and over. And I have this memory for the rest of my life. You do, yeah. Of me being the mess getting sick into a class. It'll help the Americans when you go over there. Yeah. And, you know, that's proper Irish. You yeah, know. sticking to the Irish stereotypes of being yeah. alcoholics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not an alcoholic. Well, that's it. That's a, I think that's a beautiful note to end this on. Yeah. Um, the, the, the pint glass full of puke. Yeah. Um, did you, have you had fun? Yeah, I did. Anything else you want to Anything else you want to say? Um, Do you want to say... Follow me on Facebook and all that, you know. Where, where can media. people find you? So I'm on Facebook if you just look up Anya Cahill. Right. Twitter I'm at Anya underscore Cahill. Yeah. And then I'm on Instagram Anya Cahill Music. And then I'm on SoundCloud Anya Cahill and Snapchat Anya underscore Cahill. And I YouTube. suppose where can people, have you any gigs coming up? Any any CDs coming out? Anything like CDs? Any music coming out? Uh, there's no music coming out. Ever. Ever, ever again, again. <laughs> but there's no music coming out in the future we're just kind of getting ready for the festivals and stuff right but I'm in Cork this month okay uh, in Crane Lane Crane okay that's cool yeah okay Um. Any, anything else for people not in Cork you're doing festivals so so I suppose yeah. keep an eye out so if you're going for follow your social media exactly you'll see some gigs yeah at, and that at a certain big gig in a certain big festival oh, I in can't. the UK this is it that's the big one right okay Boom. amazing yeah okay well, thanks so for coming in. It's been great. Thanks so much you. for having me here. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. That was Anya Cahill. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, if you did, go out and listen to her songs. Uh, we'll put one um, at the end of this episode. Um, I think I'll put Black Dahlia in because she said that she liked that one. Um, so l- listen to that and then follow her on all the social media that she mentioned. Um, and go and see her at some festivals. She's playing some big ones and that, that they'd be really cool. Her, her live shows look amazing. Um, thank you very much to uh, Video Blue who, who did our uh, wonderful Head Stuff theme tune. Thanks to Mikey Fleming for the artwork. Thanks to Anya for coming in and for being such a uh, for, for being such a good laugh um, and thanks to you for listening uh, if you enjoyed it please consider going to patreon.com forward slash headstuff and supporting us and if you can't do it that way just support us by going to iTunes and subscribing or going to headstuff.org forward slash podcasts and su- subscribe um, and, and if you can leave a rating and a comment it, it really really helps um, so thanks again uh, we'll be back next week with another episode
HPN, the Headstuff Podcast Network. See headstuff.org for more details.